What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, what I wanted to talk about is basically how you can drop weight and look leaner relatively quickly. Um, and this has nothing to really do with uh, watching your calories and uh, you know exercising so much that you're you know obviously dropping body fat over time. But a fast and really really quick way you can, for example, you know drop some weight in uh, in your face and your neck area like a double chin or lean up your arms or just lean up your stomach, which is a big one, is basically just, you know, finding ways around water retention, okay? So basically what water retention is, is when there's like uh, too much salt in your body and essentially retaining that salt um, and that water molecule is absorbed by the salt. So essentially, you know, your body's made up mainly of water. Um, When your hydration level, like it isn't balanced, your body tends to hang on to that water right? And that causes you to feel heavier than normal. Um, You may feel less active as well, right? Because it essentially does slow you down, right? And it'll cause bloating, it'll cause puffiness in your eyes and stuff, and even, you know, swelling in your feet, for example, right? Um, It's, you wouldn't say it's really a health issue overall, but there's a number of factors that uh, can cause it, right? Could be, you know, sometimes it could be genetics. Um, And a lot of the times it's diet related. So any diet that, you know, is high in sodium. Um, and obviously, you know, if you're not drinking enough water, you know, if you're not going in the bathroom enough, you're not uh, excreting that water out of your system, right? So you're definitely going to be holding it somewhere. And more often than not, you're holding it in places that um, you don't really want to be holding it, right? Like your face, and I mentioned your stomach. Um, and also menstrual cycle, right? Uh, when it's your time of the month, sometimes uh, that can cause, uh, you know, hormonal shifts. Um, and that in itself might uh, help, you um, might cause you to retain more water, right? Um, and uh, yeah, the, the the main areas, like I mentioned, where they are, like you're gonna get obviously the bloating, uh, especially in the abdominal area. Swollen legs, feet, and ankles are really common, um, especially if you're like walking a lot or standing a lot. Um, and it can also affect your joints, right? Uh, you can get uh, stiff joints. Uh, obviously, your joints need lubrication, and uh, sometimes when a lot of the water is in your um, your fat stores in your abdomen and your face, um, you'd want more in your joints. And sometimes that could cause some stiffness there. Um, and, you know, sometimes you might see indentations in the skin, right? So similar to what you see on your fingers when you've been in the bath uh, or the shower for a long time, right? Like that little wrinkle. Um, if you kind of see that, that's, a, you know, a really big sign that you're retaining water. Um, and I'm just going to go over a few more. Now, flying in an airplane, changes in cabin pressure and sitting for an extended period of time may cause your body to hold on to water. Standing or sitting too long, like I mentioned, um, and some medications as well, antidepressants, blood pressure medication, uh, medications, over-the-counter pain relievers, and uh, you know stuff like that. And also deep vein thrombosis, right? So leg swelling, um, which essentially is a clot in your leg vein, right? If you ever see... Um, anything in your legs that uh, like a vein that's kind of like uh, thicker than the other ones, um, that could be a sign as well. Um, But the biggest thing with uh, water retention is it's really, really common, right? So you'll get people, um, I'll get people come in and they'll say that they've gained, like, you know, when you binge eat, for example, say you go over uh, like on a trip and you come back and you weigh like five to 10 pounds heavier than before you left, right? Scientifically speaking, that shouldn't be possible because You know, if you think that weight is pure fat, right, it takes 3,500 calories for your body to gain one pound of body fat, pure body fat, right? So unless you're eating 
what is that? What is that math? Holy shit! Like thirty-five thousand calories surplus over the course of a weekend or whatever that is, you should not be gaining ten pounds of body fat, right? And in actuality, you're not gaining ten pounds of body fat, right? It's it's all just water retention, which you know, if you have body fat, which most people do, right? It's, it's not unhealthy to have body fat. Um, but when you have body fat and you have a, a layer of water retention over it, it just makes it seem like it's just uh, you know a supplement to the fat. Like you're just uh, you know it looks like fat. It's hard to really gauge and see if it's water weight or not. Um, but uh, one of the big keys to that is essentially just making sure that you know you drink enough water, right? So they typically say, obviously you've seen, you've heard about it, eight glasses a day, eight cups a day, whatever that is. Um, but I don't agree because I feel like the um, the average diet nowadays, you're eating a lot of, especially if you don't cook a lot of your foods, um, you know, if you're eating a lot of canned stuff or stuff that's already been, uh, pre- like, it's potentially preserved, uh, there's a lot of sodium that goes into preserving it, right? So that kind of stuff, um, anything that you cook that you tend to season a lot, usually that will be high in sodium. And obviously, if you're eating fast food quite often, you're retaining a lot of water, right? So for example, let me give you this. Um, if you're eating a 2000 calorie diet, and your like 2000 calories for you is enough to lose weight. Let's just say this, for example. Um, and you're you have two people here and one guy is eating 2000 calories of home cooked food, not putting much salt in his food compared to somebody that's eating out and, um, you know, putting a lot of uh, seasoning in his uh, food, for example. The person that's putting more seasoning, even though their um, calories are the same, might not lose as much weight. Um, and might retain more water, right? But these people are both like dropping the same amount of body fat, you could say, but it just doesn't show immediately on the person with the higher sodium diet because they're not, uh, you know, they're eating more salt. But um, this can be balanced by if that person with more sodium drank double the water that the other person did, right? So that's all it is. It's just making sure that, you know, any like sodium that you eat, you drink enough water to get that molecule kind of flushed out of your body, right? And so that if there's no molecule, it can attract the um, the water particles, and then you don't have uh, to deal with the water weight. And you'll it'll be surprising to you how fast you, you can look really leaner. Um, for example, like your jawline might seem more um, flush with your skin um, when you drink more water. And, you know, I've done this over and over. There have been times where I've not drank enough water, um, you know, due to time concerns, but, you know, I've caught up the next day and I've noticed a huge change in my physique relatively quickly and obviously on the scale too. Um, so, you know, there's obviously you can drink enough water, right? So, uh, like if eight cups a day is what they say, I usually recommend my clients aim for at least three liters a day, three to five. Um, like I said, it really depends on your, um, your sodium intake, but end of the day, the more water you drink, the better. You know, I just think there's no de- no real downside. You're not going to get water poisoning. I'm sure no one's going to drink that much. Um, but there's other ways to you know, reduce water weight. Exercise is also something you can do. Obviously, um, if you've seen people in the gym uh, when it's really hot wearing layers and layers of clothing, like hoodies, for example, on the treadmill and stuff, there's a reason for that. Obviously, you sweat more, right? So sweating and stuff is a way to... Um, you know, reduce water weight, right? So that's really important. Uh, sleeping more as well, right? So on a scientific level, you know, it's the sleep may also, you know, affect the sympathetic nerves and the kidneys, uh, which regulate sodium and water balance, right? 
So, you know, just aim to get a healthy amount of sleep per night, which for most people is around uh, seven to nine hours, right? So if you're sleeping less, make sure you kind of take that into account if, you're, if you are holding a lot of water weight. Stress is also another big one. This is something that's a little harder to control, right? You can't, you can't really control how much, uh, how, like, what, like what kind of deadlines you have at work or the stuff that just happens in life, right? So biggest thing is just what I tell my clients or what I tell even myself, I try to remind myself, is to meditate. Find ways to compartmentalize um, all the stuff that's going on in your life. And, you know, end of the day, most of the stuff that we worry about is stuff that we can't control or stuff that's in the past or in the future, right? So in the present moment, you don't need it to, you don't need to let it bother you to the point where you feel stressed, right? Because it will have a direct impact on your mental health as well as your body in this, in this sense with um, the water weight. Um, you can also take uh, electrolytes, right? So electrolytes are essentially minerals with an electro- electric charge, such as magnesium and potassium. Um, and they play the important roles, including uh, regulating water balance, right? So there's a couple of... Um, supplements that you can get on bodybuilding.com hydrocharge is one of them really high in electrolytes low in calories essentially a water flavoring um, it can really really be beneficial right so that's something i'd recommend and then um, obviously like i mentioned before obviously the salt intake making sure you reduce it um, one of the things is like a lot of food nowadays are comp- like relatively seasoned if you're eating chicken or other stuff there it have some flavor in them already like for me I I don't like water weight because it, it really doesn't like if I'm dieting I really want to see what my diet is actually doing to me how much of a change I'm getting and if I eat too much uh, sodium and I can't flush it out of my body with water intake um, it's just going to give me a, a bad reading essentially of where I'm at on my diet right so making sure that um, you know your sodium levels are in a controlled place like you don't want to obviously eliminate salt definitely not because you need salt right, for uh, different processes throughout the body. But what I would say is keep it, uh, this is rough, it really depends on how big of a person you are and what you're used to. But, you know, keep it above a 1,000, I'd say. Don't go under a 1,000, a 1,000 to 2,000 is fine. Um, But, you know, you can let it vary. Just make sure if it goes up, drink more water to accommodate, right? And uh, this means you're going to be going to the bathroom a lot. Um, so what I've actually realized in my experience with it is, you know, obviously you're going to hit the bathroom a lot, but instead of it being uh, 10 visits a day, uh, you're going to have maybe like four or five, but they're just going to be longer duration, right? Your your bladder will expand and it will allow you to, uh, you know, over time control the urge to have to go to the bathroom because, uh, you know, in some environments you may not be, uh, you may not have that freedom to go as often as you should. Uh, so that's something that's important. Uh, you can also take magnesium supplements, right? Like I mentioned before, electrolytes, including magnesium, right? So uh, it does help with the reducing water weight uh, and can also help uh, reduce any uh, premenstrual symptoms for women. Um, and uh, these changes essentially occur because, you know, magnesium plays an integrative role with other electrolytes, such as sodium, potassium, and all these together, they control your body's water balance, right? These are three really important uh, minerals that are really helpful in this sense. Um, and if you want like some other uh, stuff, that you, obviously the ones I've listed before are the main ones you should consider, but if you're still having trouble, uh, you can take a dandelion supplement, which I've taken once or twice. It has worked, 
but I'd rather just drink uh, any um, drink water to kind of get rid of the water weight. Um, but it does it is a popular substitute sometimes for bodybuilders and athletes uh, who need to drop water for you know aesthetic purposes or to meet a weight category. You know, if you're doing a show, um, you know, you do whatever you can to look as lean as you possibly can. So this is something that um, is uh, is really popular or is, is growing in popularity recently. Um, and, um, you know, you can even uh, focus on certain healthier foods, right? Stuff that's high in potassium, right? High in magnesium. These things are really good for you. Dark leafy green vegetables, beans, bananas, avocados, tomatoes, yogurt, you know, all these stuff um, have a lot of nutrients in them that might aid in, uh, in uh, not having too much water retention, right? Uh, you can also have stuff like stuff that's high in magnesium, dark chocolate, right? So something that isn't like hard to eat, right? Dark chocolate is good. I know some people don't like the dark aspect of it, but it's, it's, it's a sweet food, right? It's good to have in your diet, right? So you can include something like that just to help control it. Um, so these are things that are really, really useful. You can also cut carbs, right? So if you're dieting, this kind of is perfect for you. Um, you know, it's a quick, it's a common strategy, obviously, to drop excess water. Uh, you know, carbs are stored in the muscles and liver as glycogen, um, but glycogen also pulls water along inside of it, right? So I'm going to get a little scientific here, but for every gram of glycogen, you store about three to four grams of water. Um, and this, this is why people, you know, may experience immediate weight loss when switching to a low-carb diet because this reduces glycogen stores right? Uh, And uh, if you are used to uh, cutting down, you know, especially if you're a guy, and uh, you know, you're always worried about when you cut, you lose mass, or you lose size, you feel like your muscles dropping. It's not the muscle, the muscle is always there. It's just the glycogen, right? You're most likely reducing carbs. So that water isn't being uh, stored inside the glycogen molecule in your biceps or your chest, wherever you feel like you're flatter. Um, which is common, right? It's nothing you can really do about it. That's just how it is, unless you can cut uh, cut weight on a higher amount of carbs. Um, but this is where carb cycling is really cool because on days where you're training, you can have more carbs, and on the off days, you can have less carbs. So that's a cool thing you can do. Um, and you can also take you know caffeine supplements or drink tea and coffee um, because they, obviously anything that has diuretic effects may help reduce water weight essentially means you're going to be hitting the bathroom a lot more, right? So I, I shouldn't have to explain too much into that. Um, but like essentially the bottom line is, you know, if you're, if you feel like your diet's on point, you know, you're eating enough calories for you to aid in weight loss, for example, and you still feel like you're not dropping as much weight as you should, or there's a lot of stubborn weight in certain areas of your body, this is where I would really recommend you, um, you know, kind of auditing your water intake, auditing your sodium intake and trying to find a, a balance there where, um, you know, once you get to the point of, you know, say, for example, you do this for a week, uh, find a point where, you know, say you have 2000 milligrams of sodium and you drink four liters of water. If you feel like that's the, that's a good amount on both sides for you to, uh, maintain a nice aesthetic look, you know, you like how, you like essentially how much water you do retain. You're always going to retain some type of water, but uh, you want it to be as little as possible, um, especially if you are dieting. And even if you are adding weight or trying to put on weight, you know, you don't want to, you don't, don't want to put on weight that looks like fat, which essentially, which essentially is what water weight is, right? You want to, you still want to remain tight and lean as you, you know, gain muscle mass. So yeah, 
always recommend water intake. You know, I just recommend everyone audit your water intake. Aim for at least three to three to five liters, um, and let your body decide after that. Right? If you drink your required amount, if you do feel thirsty, drink water. Right? After that point, if you don't feel thirsty, that's fine. Um, but anytime you do eat excess sodium, uh, just note that uh, you know if you're if you're eating pizza, if you're eating all these typical foods that you eat. Uh, always look at the sodium content if you can and then adjust your water intake accordingly but yeah that's going to be it for this episode a little bit longer um but uh, a lot more to talk about hope you guys enjoyed and i'll see you guys soon for the next podcast take care everybody